Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Loyalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. something the beauty of the rainbow or the kaleidoscope of the rainbow is what gives beauty to it what does it mean the many colors of the rainbow is what gives beauty to the rainbow now imagine if the rainbow had just one color blue or black or white how boring the rainbow will be. But the many colors of the rainbow is what makes the rainbow beautiful. Now, the many cultures that are represented here, many tribes, many nations that are represented here, is what gives beauty to this church. Put your hands together for Jesus. The Bible says that one day Jesus shall come and people from every nation, every tongue, every tribe, and every people shall stand before him. So this picture gives you a glimpse of heaven. And anybody who fights against this is the devil. So anytime you feel that there are too many different people around, just know who's speaking to you. It's not God who's speaking to you. One day some people were criticizing what Paul was preaching and he said, if any man preach any gospel apart from what we preach, let him be a guest. So anybody who would tell you, look, there are too many Zimbabweans here. There are too many Chinese here. There is the devil who is speaking to you. And let your spirit be ready. Peter was speaking to Jesus one day. Jesus said, eh, devil. Yeah, it's Peter, but he could see. What you are saying, you Peter, you can't say that. It's only devil that can say that. So next time the devil tells you, you know, these people... There is no these people. There is us. Hallelujah. I said there is no these people. There is us. We are children of God. Purchased by the precious blood of Jesus. Put your hands together one more time for Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Let us pray. Father, fill our hearts with joy. Fill our hearts with faith. Above all, fill our hearts with love. We praise you. We glorify you. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Let love fill your church. Let there be a release of the spirit of love in this place. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Let's sing this song quickly before we sit down. Let there be love. Let there be love. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love shared amongst us. Let there be love in our hearts. And may this love sweep this nation and cause us all
single let there be love shared amongst us The lady, so beautiful. celebration yeah it's so amazing you know like I said in the beginning the kaleidoscope of colors is what is giving beauty to everything we are doing the many colors that are around yeah so let us embrace it let us embrace other people other people who are different from us our differences make us beautiful and make us strong. It gives diversity to what we are doing. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Let me share the word of God with you quickly. After that, we'll take some pictures. Is that so? Then after that, we'll have something to eat. Yeah. So there's no need to go anywhere for lunch. So don't rush home. All right? Great. Also, if we can ask our Africans brothers to come in um, uh, no, now there's freedom come, come freedom, find some place uh, they want their land oh, okay uh-huh. wow sit together so that if we get a picture it will be nice okay, tango and cash yeah, sit together so that we can get a, we have so many wonderful people here we have Sheikh Omar all the way from Saudi Arabia worshiping with us today. We also have the first lady of Nigeria worshiping with us today. Wow. Wow. Very powerful. Wait, who is this one? Uh, oh, Naapoku Pokutri. Yeah, Naapoku Pokutri is also here worshiping with us. We also have Matonto of OCB Safim also worshiping with us. Yeah. And all the um, Zulu queen mothers. You know, Zulu, we don't have one queen mother because we are industrial. So we have queen mothers. Wow. But all of you are looking beautiful. And I believe that we are in a good church. Amen. Say amen. You know when you are in a good church, when the pastor enters the church and he's throwing money around. I see money being thrown at somebody. 
You know, when we were singing, when we were singing, I saw a great light that flashed from the side all the way through. Somebody here is receiving a breakthrough. Yeah. Well, let me read a piece of scripture to you, share something with you for maybe half an hour maximum. I'm just coming from somewhere. I just finished preaching powerfully somewhere else. And I'm here to preach again. Amen. Let's start from John. Alright? John chapter number 13. We're reading verse 34 through to 35. Jesus is speaking. He says, a new commandment I give you. You can call my message a new commandment. He said, a new commandment I give you. That ye love one another. As I have loved you, love ye also one another. He says, so shall men know that you are my disciples when you love one another. Hallelujah. Say amen. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's telling them, I am giving you a new commandment. The question is, what commandment were they obeying before? They were living by the laws of Moses. Moses is the one who said, um, Exodus 99 verse 9,000 and some coins. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. As we say in South Africa, nothing for Mahala. That's the scripture. Nothing for Mahala. That was the law of Moses. Moses said, somebody takes your eye, you to take the person's eye. Simple. Somebody takes one teeth, take the person's teeth. Same. Very simple. You do me, I do you. Nothing for Mahala. That's how they were living. Yeah, I mean, it's no evil. Whatever you do. I mean, it's fair. Or Moses was saying, live fairly. Be fair. What you get is what you give. Or what you give is what you get. Very simple. Fairness. Moses was into fairness. It's not like the law was bad, but it was about fairness. But Jesus said, I'm giving you a new commandment. I know you have lived all these years knowing fairness, but now let's change it again. Now let's live by love. So he said, love one another. The same way that I have loved you, love each other. I've come to tell us as a church that we should love one another. Just as Jesus loved us, let us learn to love one another. It shouldn't be an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Nothing for Mahala. We should, as a church, we should do things for free. We should, as a church member, this is, this, is, this is how people would know that really you are my disciples. This is it. This is how you prove it. You say you are a Christian. This is how you prove it. By loving your neighbor. Loving one another. Not coming to church on a Sunday. Yeah, we are happy when you come to church. I mean, if you don't come to church, who will we preach to? Jonita, who will we preach to? Who will we preach to? You have to be here for us. Do we love it? We enjoy it. And coming to church is good for every Christian. It's one of the easiest things to do as a Christian. One of the most effective things to do. To keep coming to church. Paul even warned the, the Hebrews. He said, as you see eternity coming, come to church more. Don't draw back, but come to church more. Hallelujah. But the way you show that you are a Christian is by loving one another. Jesus said, people will know. So in John 15, I'm reading about four or five scriptures, then we are close. So I'm on the second scripture. In John 15, reading from verse 12, the Bible says, Jesus is speaking. He said, this is my commandment. The commandment you already knew was Moses' commandment. Now this is my commandment that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, Love one another. So he doesn't only say we should love one another, but he gives us a measure of love or how we should love one another. He gives us an example. He says, the way I have loved you, love one another like that. Pastor, how, how, how was Jesus? Jesus' says love. Next verse, verse 13. He said, greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life. He said, this is it. This is the love. This is the type of love. Mrs. Stura, Charlie, you are looking like a bride. Oh. My God, you are princess what? Princess Diana. Diana of Wales. Or princess memory. Wow, 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 wow. All the way from Buckingham Palace. Wow, wow, wow. 
Wow. Do you know Buckingham Palace? That's where she... You will be in Buckingham Palace. Buckingham Palace one of these days. Listen, don't take these things. You see the new princess, Princess Merkel or whatever her name. Maggie Merkel, ne? the girl from Suits. Princess M. Oh! Wow. Look, Diana is the all-time princess. Okay. There will be no more Diana. I mean, you can bring any type of bad Diana. Princess of Wales. Now, Merkel, you said her first name is Megan. Megan Merkel, once upon a time, she visited London. And when you visit London, one of the places you try to take pictures at is Buckingham Palace. Do you get it? And you, you, you come as close as the fence. Beyond there, you don't go anywhere. Do you get it? Unless a guard takes you beyond. And you take pictures. So she was there one day taking pictures as a tourist. As a tourist. Little did she know that one day, I said one day, she will be the princess in the palace. I'm sure when she was taking pictures, Diana, princess of Wales, was in the palace. It's just you can't see through. But I'm sure Diana was there and Charles, the prince of England, was there. And she took pictures. Little did she know that 20 years or so later, she will be the princess in the palace and other people will be taking pictures. That's how God will surprise you. He has made a way where there was no way. Hallelujah. It's a sound of breakthrough. Hallelujah. It will happen to you. Hallelujah. What I was looking for, he has done for me. What no man has done. Hallelujah. He will do for you what no man has done. is how I want you to love. And he explains to us. He says, greater love has no man than this. Than what? That, that a man laid down his life for a friend. For a friend. I'm coming to that. He's saying the type of life, love I'm talking about, you have to lay down somebody, something for a friend. And he laid down the most expensive thing, which is his very life. Which means what you must lay down for the person has no limits. Even if it is your life, you lay down. Yeah. As missionaries, basically what we have done is to lay down our lives. We had a life. It's not like we didn't have a life. We went to school. We passed exams. With our whole lives before us, then we decided, let's lay it down. We didn't even know who we were laying it down for. And send us to anywhere you want to send us. So we can expand our life. It's not only dying that is laying down your life. You can live your life in a way that it belongs to others. As we are here, our lives totally belong to you. Totally. Yeah. We are here because you are here. Bishop Larry came here because you are here. Not that in his preferred options of life, this is where he wanted to be. The first time I ever told my mother, I was in first year, that I want to go to South Africa. My mother said, over my dead body. Yes. Yeah. I've not sent you to go and do anything in South Africa. But when the Lord called me, I said, I am going to South Africa. She gave me money to go to South Africa. That same person said, over my dead body. She gave me money. She said, take, 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 take this money. If, it's, if you are going to lay down your life for people, Take 20,000 rands, go to South Africa. Yeah. And I came to South Africa. Laid down our lives. Spent all our adult life 
building a church, working on your lives. He said, so this is the type of love I am talking about. Not this type of love which is smiles. Smiles is not love. Some of the most callous people around are full of smiles. When I'm preaching, I see them all the time smiling. Smiling like a butterfly. They are smiling. But callously wicked. Yeah. Callously. Now, Mishak, where are you from? Because this is your dressing. Anyway, let me continue my preaching. Let me stay with the word of God. Yeah, callously wicked. But I'm not talking about smiles. He says, lay down something. So third scripture, Paul is trying to explain what Jesus was saying. I explained this thing and then we close. In, in 1 Thessalonians 4, 9, Paul is speaking. He says, now. He says, now. Now. Paul is talking. He's talking about love. He says, now touching brotherly love. He needed to make it clear. Yeah, now touching brotherly love. Ye need not that I write to you. Now, before I even, okay, let's finish. Now, touching brotherly love, ye need not have, for ye yourself are taught of God to love one another. Now, he says, let's just be sure what type of love we are talking about. We are not talking about the love between a husband and a wife or a boy and a girl. The love that makes you tremble. That makes you go brrrr. We are not talking about that type of love. He said, that's not the type of love we are talking about. The love that makes you get goose pimples, that's not what we are talking about. The love that makes you cry, that's not what we are talking about. The love that makes your stomach run when it's not supposed to run, that's not the love we are talking about. The love that makes you go giggy and jiggy, that's not what I'm talking about. That makes you smile in the noonday sun, like the blind drop in the dark. That's not what I'm talking about. He said, that's, that's, no, 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 I'm not talking about husband and wife. So, Pastor, I'm full of love. I really love my children. He said, that's not, I'm not even talking about children. Animals are able to do that. I'm talking about love that animals don't do. Yeah. Animals are able to love each other for their bellies to rumble. They are able to love their children. I mean, imagine a dog gives, when a dog gives birth, people don't go there. Because that dog is wild. Even chickens that we eat at ShopRite, we buy from pick and pay and eat. When they give birth, they become wild. He said, that's not the type of... everybody. Every parent loves their children. Every parent loves their children. And the first love you have for your children is this one. But he says, I'm talking about another kind of love. I mean, if you want somebody to love you, just say good things about their children. It's a secret. Not many people know. No, he said, this your child looks like a monkey. You are an idiot. She will never love you again. The parent is done with you. For the rest, you can apologize 10,000 times. They may even forgive you. But they will write, beware of this dog. From that time. You don't tell her. I mean, how? I mean, we know that the way the head is, it is not proportionate to the body. But you don't say that. Yeah, because everybody loves their children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's called a double December head. DDH. That's by a nurse. I mean, it's a medical, medical personnel who's telling us that's the medical name for it. A DDH. Everybody loves their children. He says, that's not what... He says, touching brotherly love. It's like love for just your brother, your friend, your neighbor, just anybody around. I'm not even talking about love for God. He said, I'm talking about brotherly love. Just be sure before you go on a a tangent. He said, you don't have any reason that I write. I don't even need to write to you. Why? Because you yourselves have been taught by God. By God that you love one. How did God love us? For God so loved the world that he took from the world. But he did what? 
he gave. If you love somebody, you give to the person. Yes, you give to the person. If you love somebody, you give to the person. It's not difficult to give to somebody you love. So, if you have to give to somebody and it's difficult for you, don't, perhaps you don't love the person. Most definitely, you don't love the person. God loved us. He gave his only son. He only had one. He gave it. To, you see, the God level is the highest level. He gave. He gave the only thing that he had. So those of you struggle to give, just give to your brother, give to your sister. Your sister is in need to give to the person doesn't have anywhere to sleep, to help, doesn't have food to eat, to help, doesn't have something to wear. I went to a room recently. Look, the number of shoes in there. So I started to check how many feet are there to wear these shoes. Look, there's nowhere to step. Shoes, like a shoe shop. Shoes. Different colors, different types, different shapes, different sizes, different different heel levels, heights. Six inches, five, four, three and a half, two and a half, 2.0 flat, underground, I mean, wet, wet shoes, every type. Yeah, one with a drill that drills you to stand properly for stability. There are many of you here, you have more shoes than you can wear. And there are people here that have only one shoe. And they didn't buy the shoe. If they bought the shoe, they would have bought black so that it can match with everything. But because they didn't buy, it's green. So the day they are wearing orange, they have to wear green. The day they are wearing red, they have to wear the green. Yeah. They have to keep the green. And then they have to make an excuse and say, it's color blocking. That is called a cacophony of errors. Yeah. Of errors. Meanwhile, you have shoes, multiple shoes. Some are like a fishing net. Some are like a this, like a that, like a this, like a that, and like a that. But you won't give some to anybody. Try to give. Try to give. Anytime I buy something new, something must go out of my house. Because I don't have enough wardrobe space. I mean, if you're a man, you live with a woman, you cannot have enough wardrobe space. You have to trade some. So in my house, I'm limited to just one strip. Even in the cupboard, I have only one strip. The rest are for no who. I don't mind them, my wife. I don't mind them. Soon, I'll be blessed. Yes. Yes, I'll have a walking clothes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So anytime I bring in something, something must go out. Yeah. I'm always excited when I see somebody who's my size. I'm always asking, what's your shoe size? What's your shirt size? What's your this size? What's your that size? It's not that I'm trying to get bigger than you or smaller. No. I'm always fishing. Who's my size? When something comes in, something must go out. Yeah. It looks like you are my size. Yes. I put my cloth well. Yeah. Hallelujah. But many of us don't want to give anything to anybody. He said, follow God's example. He loved the world. He gave. He loved the world. Now, when we talk about loving and giving, then some of you also go on a tangent. So Paul said, Galatians 5.13, it says, brethren, ye have liberty, but do not use the liberty as occasion for the flesh, but by love serve one another. He said, look, you have the liberty, but don't use it as something to gratify your flesh. And the son was for love, so you are waiting to receive love. When will you show love? When? When will you show love? I don't have anything. He said, by love, serve one another. He said, 
by love. So you may not have material things, Abby, to give to somebody, but you can serve somebody. You can help somebody with their homework. You can help somebody start with what they are. I, I mean, I'm waiting for the day. Those of you who have made yourself poverty chair people of the church. The day that you will rise up and say, you know, Sister Gail, you seem to be helping. No matter what we do, Gail will help. One way or another, Gail will rise up and help. I'm looking for the day that, Lindo, you will rise up and go to Gail and say, Gail, it looks like you are helping everybody with everything. Today, can I also help you with cleaning in your house? Can I? Tell me you don't have. I said, tell me that you don't have the resources for cleaning. You can't sweep. You can't do dishes. Yeah, the church is quiet. Yeah, because as soon as I started, I'm like, tell them to love me. You to love them. Love them. And I know how to bake. Can I come and do some baking for you? You, you buy, buy the in- ingredients. I almost said buy the ingredients. But buy the ingredients. Buy the gadgets. Buy the tools. I will come to your house Wednesday I'm free. And I will bake anything that is bakeable. I'll come and bake it before I Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that little girl, Cinderella, one of her gifts, apart from the many gifts she has, is cooking. No, cooking. She's the one I told you would do cooking and eating in the university. She's a cooking and eating master. Yeah. When she's free, she'll come to my house. Bake, cook. I mean, from morning till evening. Anything you can think about. If it exists, she knows how to do it. I said, if it exists, she knows how to do it. You will be shocked. You see a small... Dynamite come in small packs. Anything. It's not only singing. Some of you just sing on the stage. You can't even boil potatoes. But as soon as I... Hallelujah. Eh, then you are the first person there. Go and boil potatoes first. Then you come. Shoot. Yeah. I can't give you money, but I can give you what I know how to do. You to love somebody. Now let's go on. That was just by the way. First Peter 1 20, 22. I'm ending. This is my last one scripture. That we love one another. In First Peter 1, Peter is also trying to say what all these guys, you know, Jesus has, we have seen Jesus saying it. We have seen and Paul also saying it. Let's see how Peter puts it. Peter says that, brethren, since you have purified your souls by obeying the truth through the Holy Spirit and to love and think, love one another with a pure heart fervently. He said, this is how I, it's the same instruction. Let me just show you. He said, you have purified your hearts by obeying the truth. Through the Holy Spirit and to and feign love, which is pure love, love one another with pure heart fervently. He says, Love the same message, love one another. Some of us have love for that which is our own only. Only because it's my own. It's time to love what is not your own. Yeah. This is how Peter puts it. So, in conclusion, Peter says. First Peter 3, 8, I'm finished. He says, brethren, have the same mind. Be compassionate one to another. Love one another. Be pitiful and be courteous. He says, finally, I'm finishing off. Be compassionate or have compassion for one another. Which means, when you see each other, have compassion. Look, one of the most amazing things to behold in this face of the earth is when somebody is using something that doesn't belong to them. Say maybe the person is driving your car. Recently I was looking through one of my cars. Traffic fines. Because I wasn't using the car. 
Yeah, they collect the fines and they put it in the car. Yeah. See, man. It's Sunday. This is the only platform I have to talk on. I don't talk anywhere. If you come to my house, usually I'm quiet. If you come to my house, my wife who does the talking, I'm the one doing the listening. So this is my only platform. Where is Musa? That tall guy. Where is he? Okay. I was cleaning the car with him. And we had revelations, traffic fines. Revelations. Revelations of traffic fines. You know, traffic fines is a pink sheet. So many pink sheets. Just finding them. All in my car. Yeah. Because it's not for you. They bump the pothole like that. Bam! Then they have a smile on their face. <laughs> and then, yeah, because it's normal. And it's not the normal owner who's driving it. Yeah. You, if you don't believe what I'm saying, or you think I'm wicked, it's not a problem. Immediately after church, call somebody and give them your phone and say, call, make a call. Do you see how long they will talk? I need a phone. I'll tell you. Hello, Sisiwam. Good journey. Oh, Sisi. Andiva, Sisi. Oh. It's in a color. Oh, it's in a color. Yes. Yes, yes. It is me. It is me. It is me. Yes, yes. The girl from the party. Have you forgotten? Yeah, it's me. It's me. Let me remind you. Remember when we were in second year? The girl who sat by you for the uh, exams. Yes. And you didn't know the answer. And then we passed. Yes. That girl. The one you went to the Madrid ball with. Yes. He's the one speaking. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> eh? Ah, is that Banoyo or not speaking? Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I want to speak to Banoyo or not. So, all the talking, <laughs> she hasn't checked even who she's speaking to. One day, we're going somewhere. One day, we're going somewhere. Let me tell only you this story. One day we were going somewhere. Don't listen, I'm telling you. And we were in the car. So there was one person shot. So I told one brother in the car, call the guy and tell the guy that we are ready to leave. So there was a pause. Usually when I ask people that call, usually I just give my phone. But that day, I didn't give my phone. So he took his phone. And he was looking, just as the way I'm looking at you, he was looking at me then he pressed the number. And the way he took his time to press the number, as though the number was lost. But he pressed it. Then when the number came up, then he dialed it finally. Hoping that I will change my mind. Then, when the person picked the call, eh, we believe in you. Oh, yeah. We believe in you. So I said, I said, ah, what did you tell him? Are you telling him that we believe in him? He said, no, no, no. I told him that we will believe in him. That means we will leave him. That's, we believe in you. Shortest phone call ever. It will not even register on Vodacom's system. Because by the time they answer the call, it's cutting the call. We believe in you. Hey! So I said, how would he understand? He said, you will understand. I said, Booty, are you sure you are? He said, you are. To my surprise, the guy just arrived same time. Pam! I said, wow, brother. We believe in you. We believe in you. 
Tell your neighbor we believe in you. When people are using things that don't belong to them, that's where you see. But when it belongs to you, you are careful. But it says, be compassionate one to another. Think about your neighbor. As you are dealing with your neighbor, deal with your neighbor with compassion. Then he says, love as brethren. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. And be courteous. I pray for us as a church. That this church will be built on this new commandment. Which is love. That we will love one another. It doesn't matter whether you are blonde or black. Whether you are white or blue. I mean, if you see our sister Aurelia here. She has blonde hair. Is that your hair or? (laughs) Blonde hair. Let's go closer. You know, I mean, this was the only blondie around. Then another blondie. Anyway, don't cry, sweetie. You sound very beautiful. It looks like a recording. I want to feel if it's real. You know? Sometimes you don't know. You have to see. Wow. Well, sometimes it's not real, you know. Yeah, I mean, Bobby is not real. You know that. I'm a baby girl with my baby hair. It's so fantastic. It is plastic. <laughs> oh, I want us to reach the place as a church where you come, you don't feel any difference. Whether you are short. Today I preached somewhere, I told them. Ask for heavy, it doesn't matter whether you are, you are rich or poor. Because we saw in heaven, there was a rich man in heaven. There was also a poor man in heaven. Then we saw one rich man in hell. I mean, we didn't see a poor man in hell though. But there was one rich man he had gone to hell. So I told him, it doesn't matter. You are tall. You are. A lot of short people will go to heaven, you'll be surprised. Whether you are short or tall. Whether you are fat or slim. Well, it doesn't matter. We want the church to be at a point where nobody feels different in the church. You may feel different in your school. You may feel different. I know a girl, she's into makeup like something. I mean, if you want to talk about makeup, makeup, her makeup is as thick as a sutu blanket. Yeah. It's a Wakanda makeup. Yeah, as this sutu sutu blanket. Is this a sutu blanket? No, this one. Yeah. yeah, thick like that. When she takes off the makeup, you can fold it like this. I'm sure that that you need cement and all these things to build the makeup. Every, as I'm preaching, every three minutes you check the makeup. One day I asked her, what are you checking? What are you checking? So I became worried. Because when I see somebody who wears a lot of makeup, and then also, it's, apart from the abundance of the makeup, you are always concerned about the state of the makeup. Usually they are hiding something. No, it's true. I mean, nothing personal. If you are here, you think you wear a lot of makeup. If you be honest to yourself, you know that you are hiding something. I'm not against makeup. I mean, some people need a little makeup. I mean, everybody needs something small to make sure that everything is level. As for that, we are not against it. Do you get it? I mean, to just even things out. But when it's excessive and then you are always checking there's something so I decided to investigate the girl so I started to investigate her and I found out that when she was you know sometimes also you don't understand people until you try to get close to them I found out that when she was in high school she was chubby and all the girls used to laugh at her 
all the skinny girls. All the skinny girls. They used to laugh at her. So, she said she starved herself to lose the weight. Yeah, I mean, today she's like, uh, Lipondo, stand up and like, she's like Lipondo. Now she's like Lipondo. Then you sit down before you break. Anyway. <laughs> she's like slim. She has lost all the weight. She used to be heavy. I mean, you know what? I, like a Hittite. I mean, heavy, heavy, biggie, biggie. Long time jiggy. And she lost the weight. She became like, she's become, today as I speak to you, she's like Lipondo. But she does the makeup. So as I got to know her story, I started to understand. I started to understand her. I said, wow. Anyway, that's phase one. Getting to know the story. I will come to phase two of the story soon. Because I will help her out of this makeup. Because what she has lost is self-confidence. self I don't fit in. I, don't, I have to be at my best or else I'm not good enough. I want everybody to feel in this church I am good enough. Amen. With my makeup, without my makeup, I am good enough. Amen. Yeah. I mean, I, I, always, I, I told the girl, we have not met the real you. No, I told her. No, I've not met you before. What I meet when I come to church is the painting. I'm waiting for the day that you wash your face, then we'll see the real you. Yeah. Check your neighbor, ask your neighbor, have I met the real you? Have I met the real you? <laughs> now, this face that Abby, you are looking at him, how can he ask you such a question? <laughs> but I want everybody to feel okay in the church. Yeah. Whether you are bald, you have a lot of hair. You have whatever it is. You are old. You are Africans. You are young. You have curly hair. You have a baby face. You should fit in the church. How many of you are going to help us build a church which is filled with love? If you are to help build the church, stand to your feet and let's just pray for a minute for love. To fill the church. 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 Lift up your voice. Just speak to God for a moment. Say, Lord, work on me first. Before you even work on my neighbor, work on me. Let my heart be filled with love. Let my heart be filled with love. Love for the brethren. Love for my neighbor. Love for the people around me. Lift up your voice wherever you are. Just begin to speak to God. Ropando lobo sento lioski paloba, brasti bola kaleba boba, branto labaka, kimola ske palolo, shatoliko si pale katasai. Lord, touch my heart, touch my heart. Let this church be filled with. I don't pray for the church and say, let this church be filled with your love. 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 Let it be filled with your love. Let this church be filled with your love. That we will love one another. We will be compassionate one to another. We will care one for another. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Let there be love, Lord. Let there be love, oh God. Let there be love, oh God. Thank you, Jesus. Rasto paloba le branto skipaloba kemoloba shatolibo skipalola reto sikoli pakato sakai lipalo sotoli kalebala brandelebe 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 rapato sikoli pakato saya fresh understanding of brotherly love 
Your love is shed abroad in our hearts for all men. We thank you for the spirit of love and for the grace to be together and have a glimpse of what heaven will be. We give you glory. We give you praise. Thank you for first loving us and demonstrating your love to us by hanging on the cross and paying a price for our sins. We give you glory. 
We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say a nicer Amen. Amen. Give somebody a high five. Give somebody a hug around you. I need you. You need me. We We all are part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. God's body, stand with me, agree with me, we're all a part of God's body, it is His will that every need be supplied, you are important to me, I need you to somebody invited you to church but you know in your heart that you are not born again. You have not partaken or had a chance to taste the greatest love of all which is the love of Jesus Christ. The love that made him lay down his life and share his blood to cover for your mistakes and for my mistakes. If you are here like that you want to go to heaven when you die. If you are here like that 
you want to go to heaven when you die. Every eyes, every head bowed. Lift up your right hand with me. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Lift your hand. If you are lifting your hand, sit high above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If your hand is up, I want you to come to me in the front quickly. This International Sunday, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. Come to me. My sister over there, come to me. Come to me. Come. Don't be afraid. Come. You pray for me. I love you. I need you. Don't be afraid. You are not the only one. I pray for you. It's better to be sure than to be unsure. I love you. I need you to survive. I want with words from my mouth. Words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. Pray this prayer with me. This morning I was at a funeral and somebody was dead. Anytime you go to a funeral, it means somebody's dead. Do you get it? And I spoke to them. I told I spoke to them about what happens to a person when they die. Would you like to know what happens to a person when they die? Because as for dying, we shall all die. Because the Bible tells us that there's an appointment we must keep. That appointment is called death. After that, there's judgment. When you die, there are two things that are going to happen. Number one, there's judgment. Now, after the judgment, what will happen is either you go to heaven or you go to hell. By this decision you are making, this is what gives you indemnity in the judgment. This is what buys you freedom. In the, not what you do by this decision, accepting that Jesus has already paid the price. I'm guilty. By this decision, what you are saying is that I'm guilty, which we all are. Have you not told a lie before? Even yesterday, I don't want to go there, but you, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, even when you're doing the drama, you are lying to that guy. He's not even your brother. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? So we are all guilty. I mean, you with your muscles, I'm sure you are even more guilty than the guy next to you so by this decision what you are saying is that I'm guilty but I hear that there's a guy called Jesus Christ he went to prison for me he went to hell for me he died for me so although I'm guilty I can't die again I can't pay twice for one crime it's called double jeopardy you can't try one person twice for one crime. Do you understand? So, Jesus has already paid for you. So, by coming, that's why you must confidently come. By coming, we, all of us are guilty. But by coming for we are saying, yes, we are guilty. But we also heard that there was a man. He was not guilty once upon a time. And he paid the price for us. So, we have come to collect to cash in on what he paid. That, that, that's it. Be, this is what born again means. I have come to cash in. I know I'm guilty. As for guilty, no matter how you turn it, I will be guilty. But I've come to cash in. I have a coupon. On the coupon is written Jesus. I have come to cash in. I have, so this morning you have come to cash in. Yeah. Yeah, all the people that I say, say this prayer with me. Sometimes you go to a place, funeral, and these people are proud. All of them were saying the prayer. I was looking at their lips one by one. All of them were saying the prayer. It's your time to cash in. Say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe. Look at me. Look at me and understand what you are saying. I believe. That you died for me. And you rose again. I confess you. As my Lord. Thank you Jesus. For dying to save me. Amen. Isn't it easy? Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it easy? Isn't it beautiful? So that day when you stand at the judgment. Peter will ask you. I know you from the streets of Gungundluvu. The way you were beating the children. Is it not you? You say, yes, it's me. You are guilty. Then you say, yes. It's not a problem. But, Miss Peter, 
before you pass the judgment, please, this is my coupon. Jesus has already paid for me. Come on, get out of the way so that I can enter, enter into heaven. Then you start walking your new workings into heaven. Into heaven with your coupon. Hallelujah. These beautiful ladies want to give you something quickly and then you will come back to her. Make sure you come early enough for the food, alright? God bless you. Give me a handshake. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. God loves you. And so do I. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.